Hi, and welcome to the Hollywood Dreammaker Podcast. I'm your host, Billy Gallo. I'm a 35-year veteran actor. I'm the kid who came out to Hollywood with 200 bucks in my pocket and a one-way ticket when I was 18. Didn't know a soul out here, and I've been living my dream ever since. I've had an amazing career. I've been an Academy Award-winning film, blockbuster film, hit TV series. You name it, I've done it, and I got the IMDb credits to prove it. Six years ago, I opened up my own school, the Manhattan Actor Studio, where I found my true passion. That's teaching the craft of acting, but I'm only teaching the craft of being the guy. Success leaves clues. I know how to make dreams a reality. I did it for myself, and I do it on a daily basis for my students, and I can help you achieve yours. Welcome to my podcast. Let's get started. Welcome back to Hollywood Dreammaker. I am super excited to introduce my guest. He's a writer. He's a director. He's a, he produced his own film. He's, I call him Mr. Clubhouse. He's taken a platform and he's really dominated on it. And I, I wanted to have my guest, Bobby Del Rio. Welcome to Hollywood Dreammaker Podcast. What's up, brother? How you doing, man? I'm glad we could finally do this, man. We, we've kept missing each other. You know what I mean? We kept trying to figure it out, but I'm yeah, glad we made it. I know it was short you know, notice, but I'm glad you jumped on with me. I really appreciate it. So you're, yeah. you're, in, you're in Canada, I believe, right? Yeah, yeah. I'm in Toronto, Canada. We've been locked down for, I don't know, 18 months or whatever. But it's crazy. Like now I'm wrapped in Hollywood. My agent's there. I got a couple managers who want to work with me as well. Got a, a two-picture deal as a screenwriter. I'm a Hollywood producer. I have a ton of things happening, man. It's crazy. Love that. Love that. But, you know, the reason why I wanted to have you on the on the show is because Clubhouse, I don't know if people know what Clubhouse is. Maybe you can share what Clubhouse is. Yeah, Clubhouse is like a new social media networking platform. It's kind of like Facebook if it was audio only. Yeah. So in a way, it's sort of like commodifying public speaking. So if like talking was a currency, to be honest, if you're good at it, you can change your life. That's what happened to me. So this is like, I, I don't know, maybe my 25th interview in the last month, all around the world. I get interviewed all the time. I have so many contacts. I, I built almost 13,500 followers in four That's months. Amazing. Yeah, I didn't know anybody. I, I mean, maybe, maybe I knew like 100 of those people. They're all strangers. They just liked what I had to say or they like the way I built my rooms. And, and it's my Instagram followers went from just like 1,000 to almost 5,000 in like four months. It's very real. I don't buy followers or anything. Everyone's like messaging me all the time. I went from getting two messages a week to like, I don't know, 500 a week. The number of DMs I get, it's very real. It just keeps going up, 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 up. Wow. Yeah, man. It's crazy. Amazing. But you know what I love, you know, so when I, when I heard about this clubhouse app, I jumped on it, you know, just to see what's this about. Right. And, and then, you know, I was, you know, what I do here at, you know, my Manhattan actor studio and my podcast is I just, I just want to help other people achieve the dream. You know, if they have a dream to be an actor, writer, producer, director, whatever the Hollywood dream is. Well, you know, I've been doing this for a long time. I carved my way through Hollywood. I know the path. I know where the quicksand is. I know where the, you know, the, the people you want to stay away from, you know, I've been there. So I just want to serve. And I was like, well, well, this is a great platform to actually serve. Like, you know, if there's some aspiring young actor out there that doesn't know how to get started, well, shit, I've been in the game for 44 years. Let me give you my advice. And but then, you know, I was listening to some rooms and, you know, I, some people, you know, there, there were a lot of fakers out there. There was a lot of pitching, a lot of, you know, it, it was it wasn't about being of service. And that's what I'm all about. But what I loved about your your rooms 
and about what you were doing is you had a different energy. You were coming from, from love, man. You were coming from light. Yeah. You were coming from, you know, being of service. And I was like, that's, that's pretty awesome. And early on, I reached out to you and I said, man, I'd like to create a room and I'd like you to moderate. I don't remember if you remember that. That was like, like in, when the first place just opened up. Let's do it. But me personally, I've just been so busy that I haven't. But I had you on my notification. So every time it tells me when you're in a room, and I swear my phone is blowing up left and right. Bobby Del Rio's in a room. That's for you. I'm on it all the time. Yeah, but that's amazing. But what you've what you've done, you're an established writer. Like, tell me a little something about your writing. Yeah, okay. So, you know, I'm one of the most established playwrights in Canada. So I've written maybe like 10 hit plays or something. A lot, right? Like pretty much every play I've written is like four-star review or win an award or, you know, the thing, right? Every single time, right? So I'm like, all right, cool. And then I made my first feature film. I took my best play, The Market. It's like this gangster movie about Wall Street. But I made it as a play. But then 50 to 100 people said this has to be a movie. So I figured out how to make it a movie. It took years. I ended up doing it. And I got a distribution deal at the beginning of quarantine. So now it's available on Amazon Prime in the US and the UK. And then I've probably done, at this point, it's got to be, I don't know, maybe 100 interviews about the movie just from, from an independent release. Yeah. I mean. Yeah, but, but Bobby, here's what you did. Okay. Mm -hmm. You didn't sit around and wait for the phone to ring. Okay. No. You took massive action. You wrote a play and then yep. you were inspired to make it a film. Yep. And then. You went out and you raised the money on a, what do you GoFundMe or Kickstarter, or yep. one of these things, right? One of these, and yep. you raised money to make this film a reality. And you shot the film, and then you went out and you know you got yourself a distribution deal. So bravo, man! You know I Thanks, tell my man. actors all the time: you don't wait for the friggin' phone to ring, man. Create your own stuff. You know now in this day day and age, you know we have these little cell phones in our pockets that. You know, it's a movie making machine. You can you can shoot oh, yeah. on this. You know, you can you can write on this. You can edit on this. You, you know, you have a a studio right in your pocket. So why yeah. why wait? Why not take massive action and make your own stuff reality? And that's what you did. Yeah, you know? I never. I love that. I didn't even know how to make a film. There was all this stuff I didn't know, but I just believed in myself. You know, I just just like I'm going to do it. That's the most important thing is, is that belief in yourself that I can do this. You know, I mean, I produced yeah. a film, you know, uh, back in 1999, you know, I went out and I raised $2 million to do a film and I shot it in New York City. And my film shot in, on location in New York City, in, in the streets that I grew up in, in Brooklyn, is an idea. And then I went out and I made it a, a reality. You know, I always dreamed of going back. When I was 11 years old, they were filming a movie in my neighborhood and I got a, a bit by the bug. I got a little part in it. And I knew then, right then, is I wanted to be an actor. And then, you know, I always wanted to be the guy who comes back to the neighborhood and does the same exact thing that happened to me, is put some kids from the neighborhood in, into the film. You know, and I was able to do that. And it was, a, it, was a, it was a dream come true, you know, to be able to make that dream a reality. You know? Well, I was going to say, it's, I mean, it's so easy these days. You know, the technology, like you say, you got a movie studio in your pocket. It's funny because I shot my feature a few years ago. It took years to get a distribution deal, right? It's just, I never gave up though. I never gave up, never gave up years, okay? But I remember I shot my film 2K, Black Magic. We were in the first feature films in Canada, I shoot on the Black Magic. We shot 2K and now my iPhone, where we're doing this, is 4K, wow. right? You know, and obviously the math is like slightly off, but it's like twice as powerful. The resolution is twice as good as my feature film, this phone. That's what we have in our pockets. It's crazy. So there's no excuses. <laughs> you create your own stuff. So, 
you know, you as a writer, you know, when did you know that you wanted to be, you know, a screenwriter? I mean, how, how tell me about the beginning. How'd you know you wanted to do this? I mean, to be honest, it happened by accident. I, I went to theater school, you know, I was I'm a classically trained actor. So I was learning Shakespeare and, you know, restoration comedy, this kind of thing. And then I remember I ended up getting cast as the lead in um, a student's play uh, who became a friend. It was just two of us. Right? So it was like a two-hander. And uh, and he won an award and he, he wrote this play. He directed the play and we started in the play. I was like, oh, okay, cool. And I was so impressed because he was like 20. And I was like, oh, maybe I could do that. I, I never knew that, a, that you could write a play. I just thought, you know, if get, I don't know what I thought. You have to buy it or you have to, I don't know what I thought. And he was my age and he wrote a play and we won an award, right? And I was like, oh, let me try that. And then I wrote a play and it was, it was very, it was called Name It Yourself and it was very experimental, but there was an arts magazine in Toronto called iWeekly and they just wrote, they just thought my play was interesting. So they wrote a little preview article for me. I was very young as well. So it was kind of like, oh, look at this young guy. He wrote this interesting play. I was really interested my first play was called name it yourself like i said it was like challenging all of the norms of theater like it was like this highly experimental piece as my first piece and people it had mixed responses but then i wrote another play and i won a playwriting award at the university of toronto drama festival and then all of a sudden people started calling me this writer and then i remounted the play at this festival in toronto called summerworks uh, while i was still an undergraduate student and it ended up getting a four-star review. They called it one of the best plays of the year. All of a sudden, I had my choice of three of the best talent agents in Canada. And then it just went from there. I was the star of a 30-minute documentary that aired on television. All of this started happening before I got my degree. That's how I started my career. So I had never intended to be a writer, right? I just kind of tried it. But I guess people liked what I had to say. And then since then, I've had this sort of epic writing career. To be honest, my, my acting career has been like good, but it's been, you know, I mean, it's hard to be an actor, right? It's hard to be a writer too, but for whatever reason, I just have, I've kind of never failed. Like every play that I've written, like now I only have the one movie, although I've been offered this, this two picture deal as a screenwriter. It just, it's come pretty easily to me, to be honest, but I just put my heart and soul in every script and I don't know, it just kind of works out. That's awesome. You know, I tell my actors all the time, I said, you know, I, I challenge them. I, for, for next week's class, you got to write, write a monologue. Don't, don't find one. Write one. Write what you know. Write from your heart. What do you got to say? Yeah. You know, write one. And, I, you know, my young actors, my teen actors, they're blowing me away with their writing, man. I'm like, wow, the voice on these kids, you know, because they're writing from here. They're writing from their soul. They're writing, you know, they're, they're shining a light on a subject, you know, that's deep, like, you know, suicide. And, you know, I mean, like, I'm like blown away on their talent. And they didn't even know they could write till somebody challenged them and said, you need to write. And then they did. And now they're writers. And I'm truly <laughs> developing that. You know, what's funny is that, so Clubhouse now, you know, I'm one of the most popular film mods. I'm becoming one of the most popular mods now. Like I, all the top influencers on Clubhouse, I'm friends with them all. Like we text and we do rooms together. I was helping to run a room with my friends, um, Emily Lyons and Carmelia on Saturday and we ran it up to 1,200 people were in that room. We ran it for 12 hours. Wow. It was still going when I left because I had to help Kat and Kel run their room. We got that up to 400, but I was on Clubhouse for 18 and a half hours running the biggest rooms on the app for 18 and a half hours. So for people that don't know, what's a mod? 
a mod is like you're like one of the people in charge basically so a room is it's it's almost like a, a live performance it's almost like a live podcast i would say most rooms on average get somewhere between 30 to 50 people my rooms are consistently i don't know 100 to 150 but the rooms on saturday again when i left after 12 hours there was 1,200 people in the room just listening to like all of us talk. That was about social media. And then Kat and Kels got up to about 400 and that ran for six and a half hours, I think. So it's, it's really actually difficult to get that many people interested because there's, I don't know, thousands, tens of thousands of people running rooms at any given time. And I'm consistently in the biggest and generally I'm a big part of why it's one of the biggest rooms on any given day on Clubhouse. That's amazing. And you created that because, you know, you went on to Clubhouse. You know, I mean, how'd you hear about Clubhouse? I was on Facebook and my, my friend Hiromi randomly said, hey, you should do Clubhouse. You'd be good at it. And I was like, all right, what's that? I was bored. I just tried it. I started with zero followers like anybody else. And then all I do is talk. I don't even have a strategy. I'm just myself. But there's something about that medium where if you're willing to be yourself, I've cried. I've cried on Clubhouse like 50 times, yeah, revealing the things, you know? Your vulnerability is your strength, man. That's your power, man. Yeah. You know, especially men think, oh, men don't cry, or then, you know, you're not supposed to be vulnerable. But, you know, as an artist, as an actor, you want to be vulnerable. You want to be in touch with your, your emotions, you know, and, and be, you know, I mean, that's what makes you an artist is that, is that sensitivity, you know, to be vulnerable is, is a powerful thing. And I heard that, and that's what I liked about you, and that's why I wanted to have you on this show, because you... It seemed to me like you were coming from your heart and to be of service. And for me, I know the secret to living is giving, is, is being of service. You know, for me as an actor, I've been blessed. I've been a working actor for 35 years. But, you know, it was all about me, 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 me. And when I had all that stuff, the material stuff and the fame and the stuff, there was something missing. man. I was like, is this it? You know, is this it? I mean, I was, oh, yeah. You know, but then I... I, I got this calling, you know, to open up my own school seven years ago. And, and I found my true, you know, I, I got the dream. Now I'm trying to, I'm living my destiny and I'm not trying, I'm making my destiny, which is, you know, to be of service is to be the guide. You know, that's why my podcast is called the Hollywood dream maker podcast, man. Does that make dreams a reality? You know how many actors knocked on that door right there and said, Hey man, I want to be an actor. I don't know how to get started. No, no, no. And you know what? They're all working actors right now. I met a guy in my pool last year at my pool. My wife says, you should see this guy. He looks like what's the actor that plays Jason Momoa. He looks like Jason Momoa, oh, yeah, yeah. you know, he's all, you know, he's all buff, he buffed out and whatever. And, and I, you know, my wife introduced it. We, we had a conversation, whatever. And he said, he wanted to be an actor. And I said, well, cool. I have an acting studio. I said, you should come down to my school. So he, he spent some time with me. You know, we, we did, uh, I think he did like 12, 12 weeks with me and, I, I taught him the ropes and now he's booked his fifth project in a row. I mean, he's booking, he just worked with Peter Berg on a, on a big football commercial. I mean, he's, he's booking le- left and right. He's on, he got his SAG job like, like this, his first audition. Yeah. So it's truly amazing. You know, I mean, it, it blows my mind, but to me, that's what the, where the reward is to see somebody else, you know, succeed. So it seems to me like you're, you're kind of like a matchmaker, man. You're like, you're like introducing people, you're hooking people up, you're introducing people, you know, and I mean, you've gotten, I mean, how has Clubhouse changed your life? Well, look, I'm in Toronto, Canada. And then now my agents in Hollywood, like I have a pretty good agent uh, who rests me for acting and screenwriting. 
like I said, it's been like, I don't know, 25 interviews or something in the last four weeks uh, around the world. Some major, major publications as well. Been out, though. How'd, how'd the agent, you know, the, the agent? They just like me. I mean, it's like, hey, I, I'm just talking on Clubhouse and they just like me and they just talk to me. And then now I have an agent. There's a couple managers who want to work with me. Literally, there's maybe 15 to 20 collaborations if I want them to like work with them. I'm working with some of the top people on the app in Hollywood. It's every day. I was just a friend of mine who's an established producer in Hollywood and we're talking about working together. Like, it's just it's amazing. Uh, it, thousands of people, thousands of people in Hollywood. I just know now and they like me and, and we're talking and obviously it's not going to be thousands of projects, but it might be 10. I mean, yeah, that's you made that happen. You made that happen by hard work. Yeah. I mean, you put in the hours, you know, it's that 10,000 hours. You're putting in the hours right now, man. You're I'm putting in a, 120 hours a week on clubhouse. That's crazy. I mean, that's a, that's a lot of hours, but you're making yeah. those connections. You're making those relationships. You're establishing who you are and, you know, people, you know, get, they like your energy. They like yeah. you as a person and they want to, you know, do more stuff with you. If I like you, you know, that's what Hollywood's about. It's about relationships. It, it's who, you know, it's, 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 you know, Hey, I like that guy. I want to work with that guy. If I'm going to be working on a set for 16, 17 hours for the next, you know, few months i want to be with somebody i like you know and look here's that look like not everyone's gonna like me some people don't like me but I'm, over thirteen thousand people do so and you know it's like it's like we might work together i respect you i would like to work with you i can learn from you as an actor listen you're, when you come out to la <laughs> you're more than welcome into my class yeah sure oh. come check it out that'd be great so you know what i mean What's on the plate for you? What do you want to do? Well, look, my plan is to come down to LA maybe for like a month, like September, October. I'm still locked down in Toronto. Like, we're still not supposed to leave our houses, dude. It's been like, wow. Yeah, it's bad. It's starting to get better. So hopefully by August, they're saying like things will be kind of normal, but it's still, we're still completely locked down. It hasn't changed for six months. It pretty much hasn't changed for 18 months. It's opening up a little bit here and there. So once all the travel restrictions have been lifted, then I'm going to go to LA for, I think a month is my plan. Cause I, my plan is to live there. So a month is a good time to like, cause I already have rep. So it's more like, okay, figuring out, cause I could just go back and forth, but I just love the vibe, man. The people I've met on the app, I have so many, I have more friends in Los Angeles than I do in Toronto now because I've made, I don't know, hundreds of friends, thousands of friends from this app. And they all want to hang out with me. How has the pandemic changed your life? Well, brother, like I ended up getting a distribution deal for my feature film at the beginning of the pandemic. Wow. And I spent years peddling it, peddling it, peddling it. Nobody wanted it. Nobody wanted it. And I was like, I was going to put it on YouTube. And then, you know, it was funny because I was talking to my friend who had optioned another project of mine. And I mentioned I was going to put it on YouTube. And then she's like, well, you know, I have a film distribution company, right? And what had happened is that I don't know if you remember, but at the beginning of the pandemic, everything stopped. So nothing was shooting. And then there was a couple months, everyone had watched everything on Netflix and Amazon, whatever. Everyone had watched everything. So there was this gap. And so I had this film that had just been around for a long time but never went anywhere. And actually, also, it was a, it's a conspiracy theory about the economy collapsing. And what had happened is that the, the economy collapsed because of COVID. So all of a sudden, my movie that was like five years old or whatever seems so relevant and people needed content so badly. 
So I ended up getting a distribution deal. So I ended up getting all this press. I got all this attention. And then Clubhouse happened. And today I had a friend of mine who's one of the top film investors on the app. He literally emailed me and he was like, your film deserved more attention. Your, the writing was amazing. It should have hit theaters. I wish I would have seen it. It's like the number of people who know about me now and my film because of the pandemic. To be honest, if the pandemic never happened, I may not have gotten a distribution deal. Right? Yeah. So it's my whole life has changed. Like now, if I don't, if I don't go to LA, I have 10 people like, whoa, 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 we have to shoot this thing or we're writing this thing. Or we're like, it's now, I'm now at the point where it's actually prohibitive for me to not go to Los Angeles than to stay where I am because all my collaborators are in LA. Well, I love, you know what I love about you and I don't even know you is that you're the kind of guy that says, you know what, I'm going to make my shit happen. I make, yeah. you know, I'm not going to sit around and wait for the phone to ring. I'm going to make it happen. I'm going to make carve my own path. And that's what you did. You carved your path with this whole new platform at Clubhouse. You carved your path in there and you made that you, you network, you made, you got an agent. Now you got manager. Now you got collaborations. You created that out of fucking, excuse my friends, COVID out of the pandemic. Yeah. You know, I, I call it the fertilizer. You know, during that, the shit of COVID, like I planted the seeds of this podcast, man. That's yeah. where it came from. I was too busy to do. And then all of a sudden things calmed down. I said, you know what? I got to, I got to create the podcast, but it happened in the fertilizer of COVID. So, you know, sometimes you got to look for the miracle because you think it's shit. And there's a beautiful thing that comes out of it. If you plant those seeds and you water them and you give them sun and you make that those dreams a reality. And that's exactly what you did. Life is what you make it, man. You know, I was talking, I was telling this story to on Clubhouse, where else today, a huge group, maybe, maybe it was 400 people in the room, I don't know. And I was talking about, I'm not going to say a name, but I have a friend who's become a celebrity in Hollywood. He's just miserable. Uh, every, everything is miserable, right? And I'm like, you're like a celebrity. Oh, but the, like, it's like, you're going to complain. You're like a Hollywood celebrity and that's not good enough for you. And for me, here's the thing. If Clubhouse died today, Nothing's going to stop me. I'll find another way. If I have to build a platform, I'll find a way. If I have to write, if I have to do a play toward in LA, I'll find a way. If I have to make my own movie like I did, I'll find a way. I just, I do not give up. I'm not going to give up. I've been too okay. successful in my life. And so when, so my movie, The Market, I had 25 people, people I looked up to, people who I consider mentors, tell me, you can't make this movie. You're going to make a terrible movie. You're going to go bankrupt. You can, go, you can get divorced. I, ended, I did get divorced. Those ago. But it was like every single thing, they were like, no, 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 no. The only person who said yes was me. Love and I said, well, I'm going to do it anyway. They're like, no. Love I was like, yes. Love and they were so angry. It was so, they were so mad that they couldn't break me. It was almost like the people who I looked up to, it's almost like they were invested in me failing. And I was like, I am not going to stop. And the way that I looked at it was, because for me, this was my best play. And I was like, I want people to see my best play when I die. That's what I thought. And I was like, the best way to do this is make a movie. Because then you can see it the way I see it. Mm -hmm. So the two stars of the film, Julian Dezati and Kyle McDonald, two friends of mine, they're now like pretty, pretty big actors in Canada, but they were nobody. But they were my friends. They did a really good job. And I was like, you know what? I want people to see their work and my script. And I don't care whatever it takes, I'm going to do it. And, you know, in the end, I, it took a long time to get it done, but I had this two-time Grammy nominee, an Emmy-winning 
you know, composer, one of the top editors in Canada, he's watched my rough cut. And he said, this is the best dialogue I've ever seen in my life. I will commit to you for the rest of my career. Wow. On the spot. Well, and he did. And he it. finished my film. I'll send you the link. That'd be great. Can you? You know? Yeah, I'm going to send you the link. But it was just like, and this is the way I look at it. You've got to put a bullet in my head to stop me. And you can't just put a gun in my face. You have to pull the trigger because I'm not going to stop. Nobody scares me. I'm from a low-income neighborhood in Toronto. I grew up where you look at somebody the wrong way, they're going to kick your ass if you're lucky and kill you if you're not lucky. I don't care. Pull the trigger. Otherwise, I'm going to go where I'm going to go, and that's it. Yeah, but I think that breeds, you know, look, I, I'm, I'm from the streets of Brooklyn. I, you know, I grew up in the 70s, you know, broken home. You know, I used to have to climb over the heroin addicts and the, you know, the drug dealers. And I saw my best friend get shot in the head when I was 15. That's, oh I know that, but, you know, that made, that, that made me who I am. It gave me a thick skin. So when I came to Hollywood and the people give me nothing, like, <laughs> no big deal. I don't, I don't really give a shit. Yeah, it affect yeah. me. I'll never work that. You know, take, I like, yeah, Paris. tell me no. Tell me you know, I can't do something. But I love that yeah, you, you are that it. determined. And that's that you're that. Oh, determined. yeah. Well, that's the thing. It's like, okay, like blacklist me. If you're not going to kill me, like, I, I don't care. <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh, okay. You're not going to hire me for this? All right. I'm still alive. Okay, cool. I'll just make my own movie. You know what I mean? So. So, Bobby, if I'm new, like I have never been on Clubhouse and I want to like get on there and I want to learn, you know, like, get, well, I mean, what advice would you give to somebody that's completely new, knows nothing about Clubhouse, how to get in there and start working, working that, you know, and being not working it, but being of value, adding, you know, what you have to offer? Because, you know, I think everybody has a voice and everybody has something to bring to the table. So what, what's your advice? Okay. to um, I have Sure. I have very, you know, concrete, pragmatic advice. Spend as much time on the app as you can. We're at a unique period in history. People don't realize what a networking goldmine it is if you do it right. If you go and just listen, you'll get nothing out of it. Jump in two feet and speak as much as you can. Don't speak to dominate the conversation. Don't speak, you know, to be rude. Speak from your heart, but show yourself we all have a voice and you said this about uh, your students which i really appreciated we all have a voice use it go into every room and you have something to say and say it and there's a lot of people who are very shy i am not shy i go up to the mic every single time i don't care if there's like 1200 people in the room like there were saturday that night i was speaking and i was like helping to run that room for hours okay so i'm like monologuing in a room of 1200 people. And at the end of the night, I decided to chill out with some friends and there were 12 people. I went from 1200 to 12 and I'm the same guy. Cause I'm me. I'm going to do what I'm going to do. You got to jump in, you find your people and you speak with the voice that God gave you. Love it. Love that. So what's the difference of like, if, joining a room or creating a room like what if somebody likes you know i don't know their thing is uh knitting and they want to create a room about freaking knitting how does somebody go about doing that it's really easy you really just push a button to start a room and i tell people to do this all the time because so many people don't they don't real i think they just don't realize the power of the app if you do it right because let's say knitting let's use knitting for an example right well as soon as you go like oh i like knitting whatever you post i like knitting's the name of the room 
everyone who likes knitting is going to come to that room. So even if, let's say only eight people come, which does happen, it's pretty low. Usually you get more than that, but let's say it's only eight people. You now have eight people who also love knitting. So you just made seven friends who are very similar to you. So what I tell people, you know, for example, there was this guy who was in Michigan and he wanted to make content. I go, well, you should start a room and literally call like Michigan content creators. Even if there's 12 of you, now you're networked to all the content creators in Michigan who saw it. And that's going to grow every time. So actually, you may appreciate this as well. So one of the first rooms I created was Italians in Hollywood because I'm half Italian. So every Tuesday at 2 p.m. Pacific, I do Italians in Hollywood. I've been doing it for four months. I'm now one of the most connected people in the Italian community in Hollywood. So many people come through it. And it's like, it's a different thing. I'm half Italian, you're half Italian. We, we see things in a, in, a, in a similar way, I think, because we have that in common. And there's so many of us that do. So I just, I do things I'm interested in, but you have to be consistent. Because so people know if you show up at two o'clock Pacific on Tuesday, Italians in Hollywood is happening and you're going to make some friends. Love that. It's all about consistency in everything you do. Yeah. Love that. I'm going to have to jump onto that. Italian yeah. in Hollywood. <laughs> it's fun, man. Yeah. Good time. Alexi, Alexia Malucci is in it, right? Yeah. We started to... Love that. I love Alexia. So, uh, yeah, I just, I, just did, I just did her podcast a couple right. of days ago. So, Amazing. So, you know. She's one of my closest friends on the app. I love Alexia. She's a sweetheart. So, advice, you know, like, what have you learned? What are, what are the, the golden nuggets that you've learned, you know, during this pandemic, during this time where you've kind of created, you know, I mean, you created Bobby Del Rio as a brand now. I mean, you really created that. And, and I love that. You know, it's a, what have you learned? What are the golden nuggets, the takeaways that you've gotten from this past, you know, year and a half during this? Uh, Good pandemic? question. Yeah. You're kind of like, what? Well, you have Puerto Rican, half Italian. Is that what you said? Yep. You're like Puerto Rican, Italian, Howard Stern or something like that. Eh? <laughs> I like that. I like that vibe. Um, what have I learned? Whoever you are, there's a, there's a place for you. Be yourself. Show the ugly parts. Every moment you have a choice. You know, I have a lot of friends. They're just getting drunk. They're getting high every day in the pandemic. They're waiting it out. All right, I'm in Hollywood now. So you decide. You know what I mean? You know, I'm on this app from 8 in the morning to one in the morning, right? I was literally running room Saturday from nine in the morning to 3.30 in the morning. I didn't have a break, 18 and a half hours. I, had, I, got, I gained 400 extra followers in one day. Some people have been on the app the whole time I've been on the app, four months, they don't have 400 followers total. I got 400 new followers in a day. I average about 150, 175 new followers every single day. Wow. Okay. okay. So, but I see the value. Right. It's like the more that I put in, the more I get out. I build real relationships. I build real friendships. I'm putting projects together. Look, I know some of the richest people in the world now because of this app. Right. I'm like talking to millionaires, billionaires, Hollywood executives. Right. I have, there's a guy, we had a conversation four days ago, and he's like, I have a hundred to $500 million in these investments. I need this and that. But I'm like, okay, let's talk. Maybe it works out. Maybe it doesn't. But I'm in my room, bro. I'm in my room. So what are my options? Okay. I could smoke a joint or something, or I could have a conversation with a guy talking a hundred to $500 million. What would you rather do? The choice is yours. It's like you decide everybody's on there for clubhouse. 
you can jump in or not. But for me, my life's changed and I'm not going to stop. Love it. And you definitely, you know, you definitely can meet. I mean, look, look, I'm, I'm in the middle of a project and I was, you know, I'm thinking, man, I got to get an entertainment lawyer for this contract or whatever. And, you know, I, I was on Clubbers and there was a bunch of lawyers, man, the entertainment room for lawyers. And I, I like just listened in and I got so much value just listening on what what was going on with, you know, the conversation in that room. I mean, it's this there's it's it's access. You know, you have access yep. to these people now. And then you those, can, are, my, those yeah. are my friends, I'm moderator in that room, entertainment law exposed, I'm yeah. the top entertainment lawyers on the app. Now. I, I love friend. it, you know, and, and I'm, I'm in the process of trying to find a, a really good entertainment lawyer. Yeah. So. Well, go to that room, entertainment law exposed. It's amazing. That's awesome. What yeah. about, you know, any takeaway, any books you've read or anything, you know, that is really speaking to you right now? I mean, look, I've been on clubhouse you know, all, all the time. I will say I ended up watching a limited series on Netflix. The only thing I've watched, I watched two things in the last four months. My friend Drew Davis was an EP on Trial of Chicago 7, Darren Sorkin's movies. They got nominated for six Academy Awards or whatever. So literally, I met Drew on the app. He's a friend of mine. He's awesome. So I watched his movie to support him. And then I watched a limited series called Explained. They do a bunch of different um, themes like a documentary series just like five 20 minute episodes about money so yeah there's all these different it's very well researched to analyze different parts of money and the economic system i studied economics originally at one of the best universities in the world so one of the first things i did very practically is i created a room on clubhouse called international film financing so because of that i know most of the top hollywood producers on the app most of the top international producers on the app I know most uh, film financiers in the app. I know people who run banks. I know people who run the biggest hedge funds in the world because every single week they come to my room. That's awesome. Four months. Love it. Yeah. yeah. You're rubbing shoulders with, you know, you're making connections with the, the, the people that can actually fund a film. <laughs> you know, yeah. you write a script so, and you go, hey, I got a project. Yeah. And look, it doesn't mean like, oh, write me a check. Here you go, Bobby. But it's like now, it's like, we text, we call, literally, like one of my friends I met there today, Hollywood producer, established credits all across the board, A-list talent. And it's like, oh, let's work together, send our script, maybe it works out. You know what I mean? It's like, but we're like friends. We talk for 90 minutes, right? These are my friends. So that, I'm just saying, it's like, we always have choices with our time. For me, I just, I believe that I can achieve anything. So I go, okay. And again, it's not all about me. As much as I have dreams and goals, all my rooms are with the audience. My room, international film financing, yes, I have all these connections, but it's to help people to learn how do you make your dreams come true? How do you put projects at an international level? How do you, like everything I'm doing is with the audience. Love that. You know, you're making it happen. You're putting the connections together. It's awesome, yeah. Bobby. So if you could go back, Bobby, to the younger you and give yourself some advice, some life advice, some career advice, what would you give yourself? Just enjoy it more. It's just, I mean, you know, we've been in the games how long? And you've been in the game longer than I have. And it goes by like that. Just enjoy it, man. I spend so many times just trying to get the, the newspaper article or the award or the TV gig or whatever you think is going to make you happy. And it doesn't make you happy. It's just a job. I it's a job we love. But if you don't have your life figured out, your soul, 
nothing is going to fill that void. So just enjoy your life, man. We're artists. Just, just, we're lucky to be alive. We're lucky to make art and we should just enjoy it. Great advice. You know, it's a journey, man. Enjoy the ride. It's, yeah. it's a beautiful ride. It's a, it's amazing. You know, being an, uh, an artist is such a gift, you know, it's a God given gift and it's, you know, it's a really truly about shining your light to the world. You know, the world needs that. They need your light, you know, and you're shining your light. So I applaud you. Thank you. Well, I applaud you, brother. I love what you're doing. The setup is amazing and you've got a good vibe. And already I can tell you're a great actor. You have so much passion and intensity. And I'm, I would love to work with you. If we can find a project, it'd be, it'd be great to work with you. Well, you know, I'm open to that. You know, I, I'm, I'm, always, I'm always looking for scripts. You know, I'm a producer. I'm always looking for some good material. You know, so I would love that. Yeah. Well, listen, Bobby. So say, we'll go from there. Send me the film. I would love to see your film. Send me the link. Yeah. Okay. So, Bobby, I can't thank you enough for coming on the show, for dropping some gold. You know, you know, if somebody wants to, you know, follow you, or where, where, where do they find you? What are your social media handles? At Bobby Del Rio on Instagram. I do respond to every DM. Sometimes that <laughs> gets me in trouble, but I do. Obviously, if somebody just wants to pitch me, then I'm like, okay, like, relax, please, please. But I, I'll talk to anybody. I'm on Twitter at, at Bobman, and I'm on Facebook, and obviously Clubhouse. I'm looking forward to putting a room together. You know, once my, my schedule frees up a little bit, I, I think, you know, I think I have a lot to say, and I'd love to have you as a, you know, do what you do, moderate. Yeah, well, let's come out. And look, if you can come to Italians in Hollywood, come out. When it's is it? Time. Tuesdays at uh, 2 p.m. Pacific. Yeah, I got, I'm, I'm booked on that day. One yeah. of these days, maybe I get a cancellation, I'll jump on. Yeah, right. every two. Hey, when you get out to LA, give me a call. Oh, I will. We'll hook up. All right, Bobby, stay safe, stay healthy. Thanks for being on the show. Thank you, brother. I appreciate the time. All right, take care. Hey, thanks for listening to the show. Please rate, review, share this with your friends. Subscribe if you haven't. Please take whatever you get from here, the golden nuggets, and apply them to your career. Go after your dreams with passion. Don't let anybody tell you it can't be done. I believe in you. Follow your dreams. I'll see you in Hollywood.